The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. All right, here we go. A Tennessee basketball post-game as the Volunteers bow out of the SEC tournament today. 79-71, Missouri pulls away, making the clutch shots in a game that was uh, if you're not a fan or you don't have money on Tennessee like an idiot, um, you're probably really enjoying that game. It was a back-and-forth affair with lots of shot-making and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, if you're a Tennessee fan today, it, it, it sucks, and you drink from the keg of despair. But if you are looking for some positives, A, you don't have to lose to Alabama tomorrow, and B, you – get some extra time now to to rest up and prepare for the NCAA tournament. And Bear, it is Rick Barnes' postseason basketball, another NCAA tournament adventure. Here we go. Yeah, today was kind of rough. I just uh, – I mean, I guess it was a good game to watch. I mean, it was a hell of an exhibition of – Horrendous officiating, bad calls on both sides. Uh, I thought we were in trouble early in the game when it became obvious that they were going to let Mizzou do their their grab and their grab and grip defense uh, on the perimeter, and then we just, you know, Kobe Brown's an NBA player, man. We had no answers for him. No, man, and so. I, I'll just say, man, I. I... <laughs> I love the way Missouri plays, man. Uh, they're not as talented as Tennessee, but they play harder than Tennessee. They play a more exciting style of basketball. I love that coach and what he's doing. And you look at their players and the body language, just so much better than Tennessee's, man. Even the way they high five is so much more enthusiastic compared to the blank expressionless looks on our players' faces. I'm not going to uh, dwell too much on it, but hands off to Missouri, man. They play college basketball the way I think it ought to be played. And Tennessee lost to a, uh, they just play harder. They, they play harder. And, and maybe, I don't know what the talent differentiation is. They've got a better player, obviously in Kobe Brown. We don't have anybody like that, but uh, that's the second time that uh, they took our best shot in and, and beat us in our home state. So that's off to them, man. They're a fun team to watch. I hope they win this tournament. I hope they sure as hell hope they beat Alabama tomorrow. Ooh, these, these guys today, you hope they win the tournament? Yeah. I hope they get busted. Bunch of busters. I kind of, I don't like them. I don't like them. You don't em like them because like well, they beat your team. Low brown looking honor guy. I, just, I don't like them, no. I, I, I mean, I get it. They, they beat your team twice and everything, but that's the way Pearl's teams used to play, the way Pearl's teams used to act. That's the kind of fun we used to have around here. So, um, I mean, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I hope they win tomorrow, man. <laughs> Not pulling for that Alabama team. I mean, good grief. You want to talk about unlikable. Yeah, they just keep getting worse and worse and worse. They're they're just beyond caring. They just, they don't care. They're gonna do what they do. Big, uh, we are we are missing Davy Hudson today. He is tending to his duties with Outkick three hundred and sixty in Nashville. He produces that show, so 
hopefully he'll be along before the end of things and, and we can get his take on what happened and where Tennessee's seating. I've not followed the bracketology that super close. I would assume that Tennessee's a three seed, but there seems to be some debate amongst the bracketologists. And I don't know how much today hurts. I guess it doesn't help, but how much it hurts remains to be seen. If you want to jump in, go ahead and request to speak. We'll start banging through these. Let's start with Bobby. What's up, Bobby? Wheel. All right. The wheel has struck poor Bobby Boucher. Let's get Michael in here next. What's up, Michael? Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, not much, man. Just breaking it down. Just a disappointing afternoon. Yeah, it was. Um, it was disappointing because you just, I didn't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I just didn't sense confidence. Again, like Missouri looked like they expected to win. Tennessee just looked like they're expecting the other shoe to drop. And just like last game, man, I mean, they didn't have the half court buzzer beater, but they threw it. You know, it's basically a tied game there at, what, 69? And they throw in back-to-back -back circus shots, three-pointers, that, first of all, to have the confidence to take those shots to begin with. Um, and then to make them, I mean, some would call it luck. I say you make your own luck. And I just, I, I, I don't know, this Tennessee team, man, I, I try not to get too down on it because I feel like the injuries is not an excuse it's a reason that some of these losses are happening right now, but just I don't have much confidence in this team going forward, and they don't appear to have much confidence in themselves. So I, I, I don't know what to expect. I think what you just said hit the nail dead on the head, Russ, is they, they don't have confidence, man. You know, when you when you look out there on the floor, those boys just not they look lost, but they they do not look like they know what they're doing sometimes. And that's that's so frustrating as a as a super big balls fan, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, you know, we take so many bad mid range jumpers. I mean, was it a six point game? It was after the second made three that we come down and we're rushing and. It feels like we need to take a three, but we don't. And we settle for that Mayshack runner on the baseline. It's just a super inefficient shot. I guess it's lucky that Key was there to collect the rebound and throw it in. But it's like, man, here we are uh, in a minute. And the game's not over at that point. It's a two-possession game. But here we are in desperate need of a bucket. And we're just winging it, man. Just winging it. Like, where is the plan here to get Vescovy or Key a look. Why is it Meshack? And, hey, I'm not picking on Meshack. I love him, man, and, and his mentality. He's going to be a great player here. But there's no reason that he should be driving baseline in that situation. It's ridiculous. That's right. Well, I'll, I'll get off here, and I appreciate everything that you guys do, but I believe until we have a, a go-to guy, it's – it's not going to look look the best for us, man. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate you. Bear, any thoughts on Michael's call today? It was outstanding. 
Tremendous. Let's get Zach I'm, in I'm, here I'm, next. Sorry, I was going over the uh, the box score, and it's uh, pretty gruesome. How many did Brown end up with? Uh, oh, gosh, I just got away from it. Let me pull it back up here. Brown ended up with... 24. Yeah, 9 20. of 13 from the field, 3 of 6 from three-point range. But he wasn't even their high scorer. Hodge? Yeah. 4 of 9 from three-point range, 9 of 16. Isn't it weird how you like don't you pay so much attention to your team you don't even notice guy dropped 26. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even notice that, man. Damn. And then honor. I mean, he had Am I reading this right? That guy had 26 points. Am I like yeah. he destroyed us? I don't know. I it's it's it was weird. The two I, of them. I mean, they had what 18, 26, 29 points. The rest of the team scored 29. Let's get oh Zach, I lost you, man. I'm sorry. You were here. All right. I mean, we got zero points out of Adu. I mean, Triple J's what? I mean, three points. Oh, oh my God. Don't don't I'm not I'm gonna stop and get Zach in here before I say something I regret. Zach, what's up, man? Well, I'm here as the unfortunate offensive stats guy today. Uh-huh. So I, I've been I've noticed this trend kind of all year. We have won three games the entire season where the other team has scored more than 60 points. We haven't lost a single game if the other team hasn't scored 60 points. But pretty much if you want to beat Tennessee, just score 60 points. That's all you got to do. If we both have to score, we're not going to win because we don't have anybody that can assert any kind of offensive consistency at the end of a game well and i was just i was looking at the missouri game notes before the show before we jumped on and i believe they are now something like 20 and 0 when they score 70 points so when they hit 70 you're done it was a perfect storm for us then give up more than 60 and they hit 70 and we didn't have a shot no man no, it's 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 super frustrating. I found myself thinking that down the stretch. It's like, okay, it's nice that Tennessee is hitting these shots. That's that's cool. But man, this is a team that's hung its hat on defense all year long, and they are not getting many stops. Both teams made ten threes today. Mizzou shot fifty two point six percent from the field, all shots fifty two point six. That's that ain't getting it done, man. You yeah. ain't, ain't going to win. This, that's not Tennessee basketball. You give up over 50% from the field to a team, you're getting beat. Well, and, and some of those, I mean, at the end of the game, some of those shots that they hit were pretty low percentage. Like, oh. they're hitting, I mean, they, they were hitting like long for the NBA type threes. And, I mean, there's, I mean, how, how far out do you re, are you really going to defend? I mean, before it's just, why are we doing this? So, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't uh, – I thought we would win, but uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised to see us, you know, make it to the Sweet 16. I don't see anything past that. I wouldn't be surprised to see us get bounced in embarrassing fashion in the first round. Yeah. Be part of a – we can be part of a trivia question for some small school in a couple of years. 
I like. Uh, I, I don't see that happening, Zach. I, I hope that doesn't happen. It will get really ugly here if Tennessee gets bounced in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Tournament, but you know this team has generally beaten teams that it's way better than. You know, um, I, I I don't. There there are no just humiliating losses yet. You know, losing to Vanderbilt was a bummer. Um, that Florida team that they lost to, but those are, those are SEC teams, you know, those are, those are good teams. I'm assuming they're going to play a mid-major type opponent. And I, I would imagine that Tennessee wins that game. But after that, it's, it's anybody's guess, you know, it just comes down to the matchup and how Tennessee plays. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. All right. Well, I appreciate it guys. I'll uh, pop off here and listen to everybody else's just wonderful feelings about this game (laughs) should be a barrel of laughs thanks zach appreciate you yep you let a team shoot 52.6 percent from the field you're probably not going to win tennessee gave up 79 points today 49 points in the second half yeah and it's just uh, that's atrocious the beginning of the game we haven't talked about you know we were able to clean it up in the second half, but you know, don't have a ball handler. No, and and even when they were able to clean it up and settle down, everything looked rushed, and you're just like hanging on by the skin of your teeth, hoping your whoever has the ball doesn't dribble it off their leg out of bounds. It's it never looked comfortable and fluid and. Again, I, I give Mizzou credit for, like, they, they smelled the blood in the water. They knew Tennessee's going to struggle to handle the ball, and, and they leaned into it. Are you surprised that, you know, the first game in Knoxville, Tennessee went to, out of necessity, that full-court pressure? And, you know, I know it's a tournament setting. You're trying to save energy and everything, but they had a lot of success against with that against Missouri. And the – in the last minute of the game, when we went to that out of desperation after Key cut it to four, Missouri looked very uncomfortable getting the ball across court. That guy threw that crazy half-court pass. Meshack bailed him out with the foul. Um, I don't know. Man. I called, the, yeah. called the timeout, that that weird sequence. Yeah, that, that kind of surprised me a little bit. It surprised me that he stuck with the, um, with the two big – lineup and then you know it was obvious that he got frustrated early on with Tobe and we got we just you know Adu no points we didn't get anything out of him today uh really you know I, I guess Olivier was probably our best big today um and I just wonder if it was just you know we had Meshack and uh Vescovy and foul trouble early well they went small the last three minutes of the game and at the time, I remember thinking, okay, that seems like a good wrinkle, um, you know, counter counter their speed a little bit, and uh, maybe, maybe we lock them down. And damn, if Mizzou didn't just torch that lineup. Yeah, I don't know. I think Mizzou's, Mizzou's going to get wrecked, uh, you know, probably tomorrow. And I would, <laughs> I'd be stunned if they don't get wrecked in the second round of the tournament. I don't know who uh, – where are they – what are they uh, projected as a, a seed right now? They're like a seven or eight. 
maybe a dangerous seven or eight. But no team uh, with a defensive efficiency as low as theirs has ever won an NCAA tournament game. Really? Yeah. They're at like 193, I think, somewhere in the 190s. They're horrible yeah. on defense. You know, you know th- this thought crossed me. You know, you know what they remind me of? They remind me of Heupel. Like, it's is just, you know, supremely confident. Offense, 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 score. Don't really care about defense. We're going to gamble a lot. You know, we're going to try for steals. We're going to try and knock it, uh, back tap it, you know, when you when you dribble by. We're going to try and get up and, and run fast break. Don't really care about defense. But we're going to try and, and score 70 points and, you know, and maximize our offensive possessions. And you can win a lot of games doing that. Hey, problem is you don't win many in the tournament playing like that. So, I mean, hence, uh, you know, what I was saying is that jumped out. I saw that earlier. Nobody's, you can't be that bad on defense and win NCAA tournament games. Mm. Let's get Carson in here next. What's up, Carson? Carson, you there? Carson. Carson gone once. Carson's spinning. He's got the wheel of death. Oh, sorry, Carson. The wheel claims another victim. You know, this platform would be really cool if they could figure out that damn wheel of death. Poor Roberto. He can't even, I mean, it's five times in a row. He can't even, he's been canceled. I'm not. I'm shot. Brad in Nashville is next. What's up, Brad? Oh, hey, guys. Um, I don't know. Like, I just sat down and watched this entire game, and it just feels, even with Ziggler, like this team doesn't have anyone who can just take the thing over. Um, and whenever it comes to basketball, you really need that alpha that you can look to to get the shot when you need it. Like, Vescovi was awesome this game. Um, but that's what we needed to even stay in it. It's just we needed somebody who can really – the other team can't do anything about. And I felt like we had that last year kind of with Kennedy Chandler. But this year, man, I mean, these guys, I love them, and I root for them as hard as I can. But I don't expect a high-end finishing potential from them. I mean, after watching them all year – I just, I'm not surprised with uh, how they went out in this. Um, And if we make it out of next, out of the first weekend, a week from now, good for us. But I don't expect much more than that. Doesn't that suck feeling that way? I mean, I I feel the same way, Brad. Like, I love the team, love the coach, love the the program. But uh, this season has just been a tedious grind and it is just sputtering. It it feels like two years ago when um, the key, the Keon and Springer team, where it's just, they're sputtering down the stretch and you could just feel it going out there to play Oregon state. You, you just, it didn't feel right. It was a bad matchup and you, you got exactly what you thought you were going to get. I, I feel the exact same way with this team. 
Yeah, it, it sucks. But um, I, I mean, it is what it is. I've seen this movie before. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and I'm not hating on Barnes. Like, it's you, you, we, can, we can go round and round in the merry-go-round. I like being able to go to the NCAA tournament every year. I like having a good basketball team. But, I mean, this, this guy has a feeling. Um, and yep. he's punctured it a couple of times. But we are getting into a thing where he has a high, high floor for teams that he puts together. But when it comes to optimizing and it, taking advantage of high-end talent, I don't know, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough to watch. As far as the go-to guy thing, you know, looking ahead towards next year's team, and I, I see a lot of the same. I, I see a, a nice roster with some talented players, maybe a future pro or two, and, and some experience. And I think there'll be a hard-nosed defense team. And I just see a lot of the same thing. The, I, I wonder, can you get Phillips to come back? Because if you can. And, he needs to. I would... Yeah, he, he needs to. Um, who knows? He's. I'm sure he'll declare, and then you know you can, you can get your feedback or whatever. And I guess a couple of guys have come out. I'm I'm not real optimistic about him coming back, but if he did, it feels like he might be the alpha on next year's team. I feel like he's deferred to a lot of the veteran leadership, and we're losing pretty much all of that. I I feel like it would be you know, him and Ziegler, kind of their team next year. Um, so that that would give me hope is, you know, he's a freak athlete, very skilled and everything. And he's just sort of, you know, it, it feels like that once he come back from the injury the past three or four games that he's he's been pushing a little bit harder. And I just feel like if if he were the unquestioned, you know, first option offensively, that that could really change the look of this team next year. But We'll see how that plays uh, out. It, if if we could get him to come back somehow with, uh, I don't know if it would take an IL or something else, if we could find Weigels to give him more money than the uh, minor league NBA would and use some COVID year BS to get Vescovi to come back for another year, then you, you could have something you could build around. But uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I like Barnes. Um, I really, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm losing faith in him. But um, my expectations for what he's going to be able to accomplish here um, are just kind of kind of fading. Um, but, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, I remember the years when we went five years without going to the NCAA tournament, too. So it's it, at least we're dancing and we'll see what's up. Also, hey, guys, it's baseball season and uh, maybe we'll be able to figure something out with that, too. So um, go Vols. And oh, yeah. uh, one way or another. Uh, we'll figure out a way to not suck. So take it easy. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate it. First pitch coming up here in about 20 minutes for the baseballs, Bear. And um, I don't know if you saw the interesting starting lineup for Tennessee today as they will go with – see if I can pull this up. I, I believe it is um, – Kavara's tears, yeah, gets the start in right field today. Interesting. Yes, that is interesting, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Dryling is the DH, 
Merritt is in left. Dickey is in center. I mean, this is the last last weekend to take her. I think yeah, there's a message to Scott oh, yes. and Booker. It's like, all right, guys, you know, we're going to roll with Dryling, and here's a big chance for tears, you know. I would love to see him come in there, crush one. I think he's a mid-state kid. It's been yeah. waiting his turn patiently. Has the Rick Barnes era peaked, Bear? Have was was the, was the Grant and Admiral Championship last year's tournament championship, the Sweet Sixteen? Is is that it? Is the, have we done yeah. all we're going to do? I'm not ready to go there. Okay. I mean, we're still. I mean, Hell's damn Evan Mayakawa guys got us going to the Elite Eight. And his first mock. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. I mean, you never know. But no, nah, I'm, I'm, uh, we're not, I'm not ready to go there yet. A lot of people be eating some crow if that happens. Mm-hmm. Yours truly included. I just don't see it with, you know, without our point guard and the fact that we, you know. We win this game with the Ziegler? Up. We win this game with the Ziegler today? Yeah, I think so. Austin is next. What's up, Austin? Hey, how y'all doing? I just wanted to read a little something for y'all. Am I still am I still going if I flip over here to read something for y'all? Y'all still hearing me? Yeah. All right. This is the NCAA official rule book. Um, rule 4, I believe, Section 15, Article 1. A foul is an infraction of the rules that is charged to a player or bench personnel in, and is penalized in various... Whoops. I was trying to... Oh, here we go. Article 2. That's the one I want. A personal foul shall be a foul committed with a, by a player that involves illegal contact with an opponent when the ball is live. I was just uh, wanted to read that just in case our uh, referees for this game were uh, listening in to VR uh, on their... On their break in between here. Austin has been driven to the brink of madness. He's <laughs> quoting the rule book today, Bear. Uh, how does that strike you? <laughs> I mean, it just, it just don't do it to yourself, man. It makes no sense. Well, and I'm, I'm referring to the shit technical call on Triple J. Yes, oh, my that, God. That, that, one was, Brown. that one was terrible. And then the uh, the... Three when point Phillips foul got thrown out of bounds. Three point. I was thinking more the three point um, one where he didn't even. I, I don't know if y'all saw it different than I did, but I didn't see any illegal contact. I didn't see any contact at all. But and and then on the yeah on the face. I mean, you know maybe he touched him a little bit. I don't. I didn't see it either. So I mean, he touched him a lot, but. He wasn't looking at him. I don't think it was intentional. No. And Cubby Brown. I go pull up um, the technical foul definition, but that that's like four paragraphs. Uh, nope, so nope. I think we're think we're good there. And I'm not I'm not one to say that we lost this game because of the refs. We lost this game because you know a lot of varying factors. But um, man, it was just frustrating to watch um, these referees today and. And it's, you know, it affects the game in a huge way, how it's called up and down. I mean, we've seen different games this year where, you know, we've, you know, it's been called a certain way at home and we can find a way to, you know, get ahead early 
these games when it's called like it is, it just gets so close. And this team just like we've all been seeing just doesn't have that clutch closing out nope. factor. No, they don't. And uh, man, like they don't appear confident. Fans don't appear confident. It was interesting what uh, old Marty Smith had to say there. I guess he was in our huddle in the last TV timeout and, Maybe Barnes sensed that and did the, hey, you know, where would you rather be? Like that kind of thing. And it's like, man, if, if you're saying, if you have to resort to that to lo- get your guys to loosen up at the end, then it's too late. And yeah, man. Um, I just, it's, uh, it, it's frustrating, but uh, we'll see. Maybe they can get hot here towards the end. What's up, Austin? Anything else? No, I just wanted to, I wanted to throw that out there. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the tournament, even if, you know, I'm not necessarily looking forward to our games because I don't know know what those are going to be. And I know I'm just going to be on the edge of my seat biting you know my nails. Oh, I know what's going to happen. You know what it yeah. is, Austin. You know what's about to happen. But, you know, March Madness is, you know, the best time of year, regardless of how we do. It's, you know, just excited for it. But at the same time. I think like a lot of the other callers, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, having any high expectations for this team, but Hey, it's March madness for a reason. You never know. It's going to happen this, this year we have, you know, zero expectations going in and this could be the year. You just never know. Could be the year. It could be keep uh, the hope endures. The dream will never die unless it does. Thank you, Austin. Appreciate you, my friend. Have a great evening. Oh man, I don't be negative, Bear. I'm, it's a little bit of gallows humor, though. I mean, it's Rick Barnes NCAA tournament, right? His record is what his record is, man. I mean, you have to acknowledge it. It's not being negative to acknowledge reality. No, it's it's not. But yeah, I just don't like dwelling on it. <laughs> it's a new year. And a new game. We'll see what happens. Let's get Volsky in here next. What's up, Volsky? Turn your mic on, buddy. There we go. Can you hear me now? There you go. We can hear you now. Hey, uh, I'll I'll challenge Bear. I say Missouri wins more games in this tournament than we do. I, I don't see that way. I didn't say more than us. <laughs> All I'm telling you is that nobody with the defensive efficiency of Missouri's has ever won an NCAA tournament game. They don't play but defense. And what's if, if they, happen to if them, they call they a game. What? I said they call the game like they did today. They'll be just fine. Well, they, if they have that same shit-ass referee and crew, let's them play that way. But they, they, may, they aren't going to meet up in the tournament. You're not. You know, if they get lucky enough to get matched up with a team that doesn't have a point guard again. I kind of like Missouri, man. I, I, you know, I, I know the, the the stats say what they do, and and maybe that's the way it plays out. But man, those same defensive efficiency ratings say we're like the best defensive team in the history of basketball. We got roasted by these guys twice, including tonight. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I watch us play. I see a pretty good defensive team. I don't see some just 
defensive juggernaut that's impossible to score on. There have been plenty of teams light us up. So I don't know how much I trust those. De- I, I mean, I watched them play defense Missouri today. And to me, like, yeah, Tennessee hit some shots on them. But damn it, if everything didn't come hard. Yeah, they, I mean, guys. they played better defense than we did. We we had a hard time getting the ball inside the three-point line at all. I mean, they had people running inside wide the open. Line. The we basket. had a hard time getting the ball inbounded and across midcourt. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, and even when we did, we couldn't get it down low. I mean, I guess the defense, defensive efficiency with them is so bad, but offense wins the NCAA tournament. Teams that can shoot it. They always win the tournament. They don't win the game 60 to 54. It's like 85 to 70. I just think the Tennessee and Missouri are polar opposites in the way they approach the game. And I don't see either team going terribly far. I think both teams could potentially top out around the Sweet 16. And it just depends on the draw, largely. Yeah, and I'm... I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying Missouri's going to do that well. I'm just saying. I mean, I think they'll pro- they'll probably win a game at least, and we're not going to win any more than that. I don't, I don't know why we don't let uh, Phillips get a few bat like a few lanes. Let him get let him get him at the top of the key and let him dribble. He That's pl- how we get people open. But no, let's just he pass stopped- it around the three point line and give it to Kamwa so he can. Shoot it from wherever he's at. <laughs> I mean, well, he, he gets three in a row, like with three people on him. He, he stops. He pulls up. He's not the only one that does it, but he well, does. I, I watched it, it all day today. Yeah, it was just. It just seemed like there at the end of the first half, as soon as he touched it, you knew he was going to shoot it. He was not about to pass it to anybody else. And they put three people on him, and he did that little turnaround hook fadeaway, came up short twice that led to two runout baskets. Man, I would love to see him come back next year. It's not going to happen, but he I, I feel like he could be dominant. He could do – I mean, it's like the same conversation we had last year about um, – uh, what's his face? Point guard Chandler. And, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine what that guy would have done in college basketball if he had come back with a full offseason and all that stuff? He'd have averaged 20 points a game. No We'd doubt. still be playing. Well, I mean, he might not average 20 points with us. Because Coach Barnes doesn't allow it. Oh, sure he would. And we had uh, Grant average. If Phillips comes back to college, who's to say he doesn't transfer to Summers and let him play offense? No, oh, that ain't going to happen. I've, I've heard his his folks love the the Barnes experience. They feel like it's been good for for him, and they're they'll jump in the they'll jump in the draft. They'll declare and, and get the feedback from the advisory board and and all that stuff and. If they say, "Hey, there's a chance, there's a pretty good chance you're gonna be a first round pick," you slide in there at the end. He's gonna take the four year guaranteed contract, ten million dollars, and and he'll be gone. But if and I don't know, this is where I wish Davey were on here. Like, if there's just not much of that talk, and it's you're gonna be a second round dude, then he probably won't get that guaranteed deal, and he might come back. So. We'll have to see. It was it was weird. There was something with Chandler. What wasn't the deal bear where he was a second round guy, but they gave him basically a first round contract or for some reason. Yeah. Well, I, it was John Morant and him are really tight. I, I don't know. 
exactly how that all worked out. But yeah, I mean, he was he was projected towards the end of the first round. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, I've heard Davey on multiple VRs, you know, explain every multiple times. I mean, Julian Phillips is going to be a first round draft pick. I, I mean, he's not a lottery pick, but he'll get drafted in the first round. I mean, Chandler signed a four-year, $7.1 million deal with 4.9 guaranteed. So he he cashed a check for $5 million, you know, in, in the second round. So there's nobody going to walk away from that. But we'll see what happens. Falski, anything else? No, hey, I'll be, I'll be watching Sunday to see where we go, and I'll be watching the game. And, hey, like you said, let, if we get to the Sweet 16, I think it would be good. But we'll see. We'll be right here. We'll be Thanks, right sir. here with you, Volsky. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. I'll tell you the way that Kobe Brown kid could draw fouls. It uh, it made me miss uh, miss uh, what did the Kentucky fans call our boy, Flopperson. <laughs> so, I mean, it's an art form. Is this, here is you tell me if I'm being overly negative. You tell me if I don't know that, Bear. You tell me if I don't know that, as right. Raj would say. Here's how this plays out. Oh, You're going to have a first-round winnable game. Tennessee's going to go up there, grind up some outmanned opponent. And we'll be sitting here doing voluntary reaction, talking about a second-round matchup with a pretty decent Power 5 team. Like a Creighton. Yeah. Well, they're not Power 5, but, well, no, but... a team of that ilk. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking more like Duke, but and we'll we'll talk ourselves into it. We'll say, hey, you know, it, it could happen. You know, if uh, Vescovy gets hot, Triple J shows up. Uh, maybe, maybe you, you you never know. Maybe maybe Tennessee can can get through, and then it'll be a really frustrating game, like today, like last Saturday, and we'll be right here. Terry reaction after the second round exit with a very similar tone <laughs> to what's happening right now, lamenting another Rick Barnes early exit from the NCAA tournament. I mean, I, normally I would give you a, an automatic. You don't know that. However, this year, um, it's just a couple of things that's kind of, you know, got me doom and gloom is, you know, number one, the deal with Yuri Collins that fell through. And then compounding that by, for whatever reason, whatever happened with Edwards this year, your top 100 four-star point guard, your freshman coming in, you didn't develop him. Damn it! Starting point guard blows his knee out, uh, you know, the second to last game of the season or whatever it was. So, I mean, my biggest complaint with Barnes, and it, it's just that the whole the point guard situation, that's what killed us today. And the fact, you know, and then you get Vescovi and, oh, and Triple J, even though, you know, he ended up not, he had, what, three points? Oh, my God. But when they were off the, off the floor, that you know, we got that patented four-minute stretch where we couldn't score. And they weren't doing much in the front. They weren't, they didn't shoot good at all in the first half, or they would have, you know, they would have blown us out. Triple J, that poor guy. You talk about a guy who loves to use up all his shots. One of seven from the field today. He was one of seven at Vandy. He was two of 11 at Florida. He was two of eight 
in the game against Kentucky up here. I guess he missed the game in Rupp. I mean. It's been a rough year for him. He's played hurt most of the I, year. I'm sure there will come a day in two or three years down the road, or maybe even by this summer, where I'll look back on him and think, man, you know, he was, he he played a lot of good basketball for Tennessee. He helped us win the first SEC tournament that of, of my lifetime since 1979. He was instrumental in that run. There's no way Tennessee wins that tournament last year without him playing as well as he did. And he fought through a lot of injuries to play his senior year. It didn't work out. But right now, Bear, it's just like uh, <laughs> you know, if, if Tyreek gets all his minutes, it'd be fine with me. I'll just say it. I've, I've seen the stuff on social media. I, I just can't go there with, with all of you all on that. I, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not wishing ill on him. I'm not talking. I'm just saying he has not had the kind of senior season that I'm sure he hoped for, that his coaches hoped for, certainly that the fan base hoped for. And it hasn't been productive. That's just the fact. I mean, That's just how it is. Yeah, and but he's not the only one. The only consistent thing about the season has been our inconsistency. That is true. And it was we were inconsistent again today. Consistently inconsistent. Consistent. Bryce is next. What's up, Bryce? What's up, fellas? How's it going? Uh, man, you know how it is. Shitty on a stick. I know how it is. Shitty on a stick. But uh, I may – look, I may be in the minority a little bit here. Um, I just, I just okay. don't think we played terrible today. Um, I mean, but the problem is our margin of error is just so razor thin. Mm-hmm. And you can't have two, not one, but two of your key players – combined for three points and two boards two boards between adu and and triple j that's unacceptable oh adu was oh i I don't have it in front of me right now but i i I looked at that stat line a couple of minutes ago and i mean you talk about a disappearing one board houdini couldn't do it even better one board adu had that's it that's his only stat line i think he had an assist too maybe maybe i don't know but Regardless, we're at that point where, you know, because, I mean, if you look everywhere else across the board, we had balanced scoring. I mean, from everybody. And uh, what we lose by eight. And so if those guys even give us five points apiece, we win the game. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) This is why it's so frustrating is I think you're right. Tennessee did play pretty well today. They played I mean, offensively anyway, we, yeah. we made some shots, yeah. but this is a team that has hung its hat on defense yep. all year long. And here we are in the postseason, you're giving up 52%. I mean, that's how the season ends. Yep. This is how the season ends, is you, you give up you know, 50% plus shooting to somebody. And it doesn't matter if we're hitting shots. We're not going to hit that many shots. There's only so many shots this team is capable of hitting. And I think you about peaked out today. Right, exactly. And, that's and what I was about to enough. say. I think today was it. And, you know, I think not having Ziegler really hurts us more on the defensive end than we thought it was going to be. That point of attack at the point guard spot just kills us because we're getting hit off the bounce every time. Um, But it is what it is, guys. I'm not going to repeat what everybody says. But, look, I mean, I I love Triple J, too. 
but he just cannot have, I mean, look, I know we say this every fucking week, it seems like. He cannot do this, but he does. He fucking does it. He'll show up one game and then doesn't show up the second game. It's just, yeah, all you got to pray for is some hope, man. But look, I'm going to cook some dinner, damn it. But, you know, I'm going to ride with him, but damn. Damn, boys. Y'all have a yeah. good night. As Tim Priest would say, damn it. Cook some dinner, Bryce. Uh, Bear, your thoughts on the big trade in the NFL today, the Bears trading the number one overall pick to your Carolina Panthers, who will finally get to draft the quarterback of their dreams, presumably. Uh, I hope it's uh, – I, I don't know. I mean, that's an awful – I think the Bears, if, if they play their cards right, could end yeah. up – getting getting rebuilt quick get justin Fields some weapons um feels like a very good move for the bears feels like a huge gamble for the panthers right if it works out they get a great quarterback if they draft bryce young and he turns into a superstar then it was all worth it you either have a quarterback or you don't but if they draft bryce or whoever and he's just kind of or he's bust then it'll go down as one of the worst trades of all time I mean, trade away that much to to take a flyer on what I think is a flyer on Anthony Richardson. Surely that's not a workout up doing. I mean, workout warrior. I'm still hoping the Colts take Levis. So I don't know. All I know is Lovey Smith is laughing somewhere today. Let's get the third member of our trio, Davey Hudson of OutKick fame in here this afternoon. Davey, good afternoon. We drink, my friend, from the keg of despair. Yeah, we do. I'm I'm doing all right, guys. I'll be honest. Like, this one, it's a frustrating way in which we we had the second half to end. I thought after hitting that first, or that shot by Meshack at the end of the first, it was going to kind of propel us forward. But it just kind of got to the point to where – we just, I don't know, man, we, we were just struggling uh, in, in several facets of the game. You didn't have anything from Triple J. Vescovy can't carry the team. And, I mean, Key, for whatever reason, shows up against Missouri. But I, I'm, gl- I'm glad if, if we had to lose, I would have rather have just gone ahead and lost today than probably get our ass kicked by Alabama tomorrow. Yeah, I said that earlier. I mean, the two positives – well, I guess there are a couple of positives. One, as our last speaker said, there were some nice things Tennessee did today. There were, there were a couple of uh, good plays, I feel like, that uh, some, some bright spots out there that Tennessee played well. Um, the, uh, the other positives are you don't have to lose to Alabama tomorrow. And you've got a little bit more rest. Uh, you know, playing a bunch of games, and three or four, three games in three days or four games in four days, was not going to be beneficial to Tennessee's NCAA tournament chances. Totally agree. And I, I apologize. I'll probably rehash some of the stuff that's already been said. I've, I've not had an opportunity to oh, you're good. tune in. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, that's kind of where we got to turn our focus now. Hey, real quick, Dave, because it's it's popped up now. It's now there's a, it's, it's a point of contention at this point. Julian Phillips, where do you think he goes in the draft? Probably around the same spot Kennedy Chandler did, if I had to guess. I still see a, a late first-round grade on him, but 
I I think he's going to slide. He's not like I get the traits aspect, but from a production standpoint, I'm just not seeing it to where it's like I feel confident using a first on him unless I'm just like a team that falls in love with the kid. Back in the second. Eat that, Sawyer Trey Smith. I said first I, in the second. I, I get my draft projections from Davey Hudson. I don't know where, you, where that guy gets his from. We did at least hit free throws again two days in a row, so that's that's been a pleasant surprise. Hakawaka didn't. That's the front end of that one and one. Oh, you saw that coming a mile away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Withrow and I were actually talking just about that. He, Chad felt, said he's like, he's going to shoot this one long. And he did. <laughs> he's going to be a good one, though. Just got to work on your free throws. Because you're going to be shooting a lot of them. Anthony is next. What's up, Anthony? Anthony, you there? Yeah, Russell, I'm here. <laughs> and let me tell you, <laughs> Don't Russell, sound so excited I'm about it. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Um, Go off, man. I, I didn't. I just now finished watching this damn game, so this is fresh. This is visceral. Um, I just got off work. I taped the game. It's been a long ass week of work. I uh, I came home, made me a drink, settled in, started watching the game. And I don't know what kind of game those refs were calling in the second half because we were getting smashed down there. Smashed! Smashed! It's a joke! The fouls were 6-2 to two with about 14 minutes to go, and it was obvious what the refs were doing. And you know, you guys know, I don't, I don't, I don't ever call in and complain about the refs. I call in a lot on VR, never complain about the refs. But it was obvious what they were doing. They were going to make sure that those fouls were even before they called another foul on Missouri, we should have shot about eight to ten more free throws. And that would have been a difference in the game. It's a joke. All right, guys, I'm done. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, you're right. I mean, I, I don't think the officiating was terribly one-sided one way or the other. There are a couple of ca- uh, a couple of calls that oh, they definitely get under yeah. skin. I mean, they definitely started calling it. They were definitely trying to even it up once it was six to two. But I think it would have made a difference in the game if they'd have kept calling it the same way. But, you know, the discouraging thing is we played about as well as we could have offensively today. No. What could we have done? Bear Key was making shots. Phillips yeah. made a three. We had, we had a starter that, uh, you know, Josiah Jordan James logged three points. Jonas Adu had zero points. Okay. Adu, okay. Adu. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just telling you, Adu is good I, about one out of every five games. But we didn't have a like we didn't have a center score. Like they they weren't doing anything in the post. I mean, I know Kamwa does, but we know he's not like exactly taking it to the basket. He's going to like pull up, shoot a fadeaway. That's because they, they won't a play couple. a Walker. With his zero of zero field goals, two rebounds, and yeah. zero points stat line. How many minutes did he play? Awaka? Yeah. I don't know eight. the answer. Played eight. I, I don't know, but he, he, Barnes had to, they had to get him out of there before Barnes' head exploded in the first half. I don't know. It, to me, it seemed like a man's game down low, and he's a man. It's I weird. would have liked to have seen him body up uh, Kobe. 
uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe Brown. I would have liked Kobe, Kobe Brown abused him, dude. Did you watch the game? Yeah, just finished it. Brown he, abused everybody. I mean, he, who did Brown not abuse? I don't. I don't know. But to say you wanted to see a walk, I saw Walker matched up against him, and he was outclassed. I mean, it was just obvious. You got a freshman on that guy. Well, who did better? Uh, who did better than against Kobe tonight? Nobody. The guy scored twenty four points. He got nine rebounds. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why not? Why don't I understand why we're not playing a Walker? He didn't play at all in the second half, did he? He didn't even come in. That's a good point. He didn't get in the second half, did he? Didn't play a minute. So, I mean, the dude is a damn man, and at least he gets rebounds. I, did, I, I can't did. say much about Conwa tonight. Conwa played a pretty good game. I mean, I, he makes me mad with all this fading away, but he was rebounding the ball. I thought he played great defense on, on Kobe uh, late in the game, and they called a foul. I mean, it reminded me of – you were, Bear, you were talking earlier. It made you miss uh, Fulkerson. It made me miss Grant Williams. A lot I mean, of things make me miss Grant Williams. <laughs> yeah, man, he was. It's, Two-time you know, SEC it's, Player of the Year. It'd be nice to have a guy like that on the team, just saying. God, I, I was afraid of it at the time when it happened, but the Rick Barnes era peaked in 2019. Oh! oh. For 26 years straight, more of you have... Hmm. Another commercial interruption there. Anything Sorry. else, Anthony? No, man. I'm just calling. I literally just finished watching the game, and I'm not. You know, I. I it's kind of like it's kind of like Festivus. I've got a lot of problems with Rick Barnes, but I don't. But today is not Festivus. I thought he actually coached coached a pretty good game, so I don't. I don't really have any issues with him. Uh, I, I just. Man, I was just discouraged. Just I thought we played pretty good. You just finished watching the game. Like your wound is still fresh. The rest Fresh. of us have been sewn up. We've got some Novocaine going, like we're we're starting the the healing process. But I mean, you you got to put some pressure on it, man. Stop the bleeding. <laughs> uh, I do think that this I think this gets us a four seed. What do y'all think? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I thought we were a four for a while. I thought I think we played like a five. Lenardi yeah. had moved us up to the number ten overall before this game. I mean, is is this a bad loss? Does this like, I don't know. What do you think? I, I wouldn't call it a bad loss, but like, I mean, I've had them fringe three. Like, they're, they're for me, the 14th, 15th, 16th, or 17th best team. And so it's like, with that being the case, I just don't know how they're going to. Sorry, I, I said that wrong. I, I went the wrong way. Sorry, they're like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, like right into that range to where it's like, I I can't see which way it's going to unfold, but there are a couple of teams like Arizona plays tonight. Arizona, if they beat Arizona State, I would imagine they're going to be ranked ahead of us. Um, teams like Virginia still up there. They've got an opportunity. So I just think some of those teams might have a chance to kind of move the needle a little bit and, and get above us. I think Baylor and Kansas State are interesting. Baylor got knocked out against Iowa State yesterday, so that helped us. Yeah, Kansas State lost too, but I don't know. My gut just tells me this feels like a four seed team. Uh, I think we're going to get punished a little bit for our record post Ziegler. I mean, UConn can knock off Marquette. Tonight, UConn's scary so right now. If they do that, that's going to help them because Marquette's a top ten team in the country. 
Marquette's kind of close to us too. I think I don't think I think you know this loss. Marquette will for sure stay ahead of us. I think no matter what happens in their game. I have them as a two. So okay, that's crazy. How um, what's his name? Chaka um, can't win a tournament yeah. game at Texas yet. He goes to Marquette, and in year two, he's got him as a guaranteed top three seed. Yeah, yeah. I like got, the guy. He had BCU still, in the Final Four. Still one of my favorite moments of volunteer your action this year was a couple of games ago, maybe a week or two ago, when uh, some guy called in and, uh, in all seriousness, wanted to fire Rick Barnes or, or otherwise push him out and hire Shaka Smart. Oh, man, I heard that. See, <laughs> was I, it you? Was it you, Anthony? It was not me. It was not I, me. I feel like that already happened to a UT who wears orange. How did yeah, it work that, out that for them? me. I, but I, I listen to all y'all stuff, mostly on podcast form, because I, I usually listen to it while I'm running. Uh, but yeah, I heard that call. That was, that was funny. <laughs> We've had some moments this year for sure. All right, Anthony, all good right. stuff, my man. See you, Russ. Thank, Thank you. And we're underway at Lindsey Nelson. Oh, gotta pull this up. Gotta pull this up. Where's, where's my clicker? Oh, uh, get Matthew in here while I find my clicker. What's up, Matthew? Go ahead. Not much, man. That's a that's a brutal loss. I mean, but as uh, most people have been talking about on here, it's kind of unexpected. I think uh, it's not a bad loss to Bears points. I don't think it's a bad loss. Um, I don't know. It's just it's a bitter feeling because I think you wanted to win two here. I know this tournament means nothing, but uh, I think you, you you were pretty spot on, Russell. Like, this season has kind of felt like that uh, that twenty. Was that 2020, 2021 team with Keon and, and uh, Springer? Uh, that was that was a COVID yeah. year, wasn't it? I think so. But you know what's going to be funny, Davey, is I was talking to my buddy Rob. This is going to shape up. It's going to be – we're going to be the three seed, and we're going to see y'all. I, I guarantee that's what's going to happen. We're going to have to see Duke versus Tennessee, and y'all are going to put us out in the round of 32, and – we got to start the hype train again next year. The, my my worst nightmare is they put Duke and Tennessee in Greensboro. Yeah, what, what are you? What are you going to do at that point? You just going to make the drive? <laughs> Durham Dave will be there in the front row in blue. I've, I've always toe. said I've always Face said if Tennessee and Duke play each other, I'm one hundred percent bleeding orange. I've, I've, I've chronicled maybe, this maybe that's before. what we need to cure you of this curious condition you suffer from. I wouldn't call it curious. They faced off one time in my life. So it's not like I really am ever. There's that was the game Conzo uh, and the boys were wearing the blue shoes. I remember that. Down in Maui. We were wearing blue shoes against Duke. That was fun. Yeah, I, I we have a buddy of ours just like Davey that's uh, a Vol devil. He uh, bleeds orange in football but uh, loves Duke. His dad went to. Uh, a Vol devil. Yeah. <laughs> they exist apparently. Uh, his dad is from Louisville and he went to Kentucky or, or I guess, no, I'm sorry. He went to, uh, Louisville cause he's grew up in Louisville. He's a big Kentucky fan. And I guess, uh, he was born the night Lakener hit that shot. And so he's always tried to take a spite at his dad. So he's always been a big devil guy. So I don't know. Um, you know, Russell, I have a question. You know, we talked about Olivier needing to have a big second half and he did as far as rebounds go, um, but offensively, you know, what did you think in the second half there from him? I mean, he got to the free throw line, what, two times? 
feels like, I mean, he had a very quiet 12 points or whatever it was. And uh, I mean, he had, I believe he had eight rebounds in the first half and then finished with 10 for the game. Yeah. And it, and he played, I mean, it felt like he was out there the, the entire second half. So I, I don't know, man. I mean, he's, I mean, if you had told 11 points and 10 rebounds, I think we all probably would have taken that out of him uh, coming into the game. And it's just, but I mean, it, it, it feels like there was, there's always been the potential for more out of him. We've seen it a couple of times and, you know, against Texas, he had 20 points and, um, but it's just been inconsistent. No, and honestly, that's, when I look at this season, and obviously what will matters here is coming up in a couple of weeks, but like Barnes has always been strong at developing post players. He's really done a great job along his career. And a guy that I kind of don't think really did anything bad, but didn't do anything good this year that I was always kind of like, man, I really thought he was going to take, take off, take that next step was a guy like Jonas to do. I, I mean, he had some really strong games earlier in the season, like around November. I think he had like a couple games where he had three blocks. But he kind of like this game, I felt like he was kind of like out there looking like a giraffe a few times where I'm like, buddy, well, you, you got to get back. Matt Matthew, I, I will say, and this happened the first time we played Missouri. Like it just, it was, it's not a game where our post had been able to actually do yeah. a whole lot. Like their style of play has definitely won the battle. And I mean, we had to go. Uh, four guards pretty much the the first go around. And, I mean, you had Ziegler at that point, but that was whenever we had that great run in the second half and we're able to make it to where you have the lead until they hit the buzzer beater at the end on us. No, I mean, I understand this game was a lot different. And when we, we went small ball, I think at the six-minute mark, you kind of saw what was coming. It was kind of starting to, starting to unfold. But essentially, like, nobody, to the last caller's point, nobody bear could guard Kobe Brown. And I don't know. It just felt like – no. I mean, the, the, the offense was there. But this was a game where I, I really thought Tennessee's defense didn't come to play. And, I mean, you're going to need <laughs> – you're going to need that to come back in March. I mean, if you could just – I don't know. I've yet to see us since the Texas game play a complete game on both ends of the floor. Is that a fair assessment? And we're just, yeah. it all goes back to the consistent. I mean, we're just very inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a point guard. And, and that's a fair, uh, and that's a fair comment. Nuts all year, and we just, we don't have anybody that attacks the rim. Yeah. So, and, and when you're, when you've got a team like what they were doing and what a lot of, what teams do to us now is they, they'll run you off the three. And that's basically what they did. They were harassing and, you know, picking us up right as soon as we cross half court. You want to stop that, you got to have somebody that can get up. Yeah. I mean, the thing with is I, I, I understand Coach Barnes has flaws. I understand this team is going to have moments where it looks bad and moments where it looks great. But I will be interested to see how we look in March because Russell still has a really good point. Like, I really feel like this team needed to win two games today to kind of have some confidence going into it. And but, and I hope to eat crow, and I hope that this team can actually feed off this loss and get seeded at a four seed or a three seed. Um, this is kind of a crazy stat that I saw, and I didn't even mention it, but since 2010, did y'all know that there's been a four seed to go on to make the Elite Eight or, or higher? Why Every single year? Why not now, Matthew? <laughs> why not now, Russell? Why not? 
Well, gentlemen, I'll give you back some time. The only thing I'll say is, you know, you just rinse and repeat, baby. Let's let's snap it. Let's get ready for March. Let's see where we get seated. And uh, it's already March, man. <laughs> hey, the last thing <laughs> it's I want—it's the tenth. I'm looking right at the calendar right now. <laughs> hey, the last thing I'll say, Davey, is nobody wants to. Nobody turns down Oral. I don't want to see Oral Roberts. Thanks, guys. <laughs> they made it to what the Sweet Sixteen last year? I'm not sure. Were you aware there were a a, a Christian school, Dave? <laughs> yeah. Just, wow. Yeah, I was. This happened on the show on the on the drive this week, Davey. Um, they didn't know they were a Christian affiliated university. I, I yeah. Oral Roberts was like a person. I thought it was just like I, I guess I conflated it with the toothbrush. You thought it was like Jethro told and it, it wasn't actually the name of a band. Well this this is a guy like he's he lived into the 2000s. Like, I know that much. I don't know when he died, but I know he, he's like, he at least hasn't died within the last 20 years. Yeah, I mean, I've done research now. I realize he was apparently a televangelist of some of, uh, he was a pioneering televangelist. Yeah. Trailblazer. I mean, there might be no Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Swaggerty, not for Oral Roberts. Maybe no, uh, who was, ba- was it Baker? Howard Baker? No, that was our senator. Who was yeah, who was, was the baker? Thinking of um... Jim Baker and Tammy Faye. No, you got it right, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Swag Swagger. Yeah, but but you remember Jim Baker too, is uh, and Tammy. Yeah, Faye he was banging his. Uh, What's her name? Jessica Hahn. And yeah, she was up in all the videos with the hair bands. Yeah, he you, he's back too. Like Jimmy Jimmy Baker, he went to prison, right? And, and, and he's, I saw this recently. He is, he's doing the televangelism thing and he's selling like holy water or something. Really? Yeah. Some kind of, he's got some kind of scam where like people. Is he still uh, married to that lady who puts her makeup on with a fire hose? No, Tammy Faye. No, they split up. They split up. She might, she might be dead. Is this the guy that walked so Joel Osteen could run? Yes. Okay. He was, they bought up a bunch of land up around the North Carolina, South Carolina border. They were going to build like a Jesus theme park that Jesus I guess you, land? pretty much. Huh? And people gave these folks millions. I, I got to remember, he's selling oats or water or something or seeds and. He's, you know, he's, he's preaching the, the judgment is coming and I, you How know, people, seeds would you be selling magic beans? <laughs> I'll stick with Danny McBride and the righteous gemstones. I've never, was that good? I've it's heard it's funny. Weird. Pretty much everything that guy's in is funny as hell. Golly, I can't believe we lost that garbage ass Mizzou team. Miss Conzo, I'll tell you that. Dennis Gates guy, he he hitting a stiff like the last few coaches Missouri's had. He's gonna be a problem. He was uh Jim Baker had to pay hundred and fifty six thousand dollars in judgment. Oh yeah. Uh in twenty twenty one he was selling a supplement that he claimed could cure COVID. <laughs> I guess I guess that didn't work out. No. <laughs> Whatever he was slinging there. You, you take the player out of the game. You can't take the game out of the player, brother. 
156,000 was his fine. I wonder how much that guy grifted over the years. Maui Ahuna had a leadoff walk. I don't, I didn't see how Moore got on. Um, Burke got out. So Denton is up with two on, one out in the bottom there of the first. Go. Somebody's coming home and he scores. Wow. Spoiler alert. Sorry. It reminds me of the infamous uh, Alabama SEC. Up against the wall. That was almost a home run. Barry, have you been working on your play-by-play? No, man. I'm no I'm no Russell Smith or, or Terry Fair. I hope somebody takes that smashed as their home run call. Smashed. Who is is it uh who's our guy, Andy Brock, who's doing all these TV games? He's probably doing the game right now. That needs to like if he wants to get ahead, that kid's going places. Either him or Lucas. That could be his home run call. Smashed. Golly. It was good seeing Auburn go home. I'm, I want to see them take a first-round exit. I'm hating on everybody today. Bears drinking the haterade. Plenty for all of you. Bring in Corn Pop on that note. I'm sure this will be a Let positive get in on this action. call. What's up, Corn Pop? Ready? I hadn't even said a word. I hadn't even got a syllable out. I don't know why they got mad at Baker for selling a, a drug that was supposedly supposed to cure COVID. I mean, Pfizer and Moderna was able to do it with no problems. Oh! Hello. Crickets. I, <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, well, I think there are a couple of notable differences, but yeah, we'll let it slow. Did Baker cause heart attacks too? Do what? <laughs> Did Baker's cure cause heart attack? Heart attack oh, thing? man. <laughs> no, don't do this, Jamie. I thought you were going to come in here and slurp up on Bruce Pearl. You, you came in here with your, your Bill Gates conspiracy theories, and now <laughs> you're going to c- come and push your pseudoscience. We oh, got oh, hundred oh. people. You trying to get me sued, too, now, for platforming you, now, you now, moron? Now, Bill Gates said that himself. I didn't put those words in his mouth. That video was edited. So that fools like you would go around and parrot <laughs> this nonsense. Come on. Oh my goodness. Come on, Jamie. Oh. You're, not, you're not that dumb, Jamie. Come you, on, man. You poor sheep. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Oh, uh, irony. Yeah, I tell you what, um, it I tell you what irks me, guys, is um it's kind of like being really good in football, but refusing to um to kick extra points or something, man. We've had so many opportunities. That, how many fast break points did we have today? Zero. I mean, no, no. Yeah. We had a fast break, fast break explosion in the first half. Damn, Tyreek Kate was a one man fast break machine. Yeah. There. You got the wool pulled over your eyes again, Jamie. I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting here thinking, like Tyreek, he's stealing the ball. He's driving and laying it in, like two possessions in a row. Had a boy. It was it was startling. Uh, lucky, lucky for Tyreek Key, there's nobody on the bench to go to, or he'd have been sitting down there beside hey, Barnes. Tyreek Key, he should have transferred to Mizzou, man. Maybe if he was practicing with those guys all the time, he could have played like that consistently. I mean, Barnes didn't scream at him today. Well, he certainly set Muscovy again at the end of the first half with two fouls. Yeah, I heard you during the halftime. I'm not going to rehash that, Russ. It's you know, it, for as good as he is as a coach, man, defensively is he's a he's a guru. 
but it's just like you just leave so much head scratching. Um, you need a point guard, and you've got one, and you won't play him, and it doesn't make any sense. You know, I mean, I that, that those are my hangups, guys. I, I, you know, I buy into the team. I, I, I like, I love the effort uh, that, that the fellas give, and you know, the sitting back this year watching the defensive, you know, record setting defense is amazing. I like it. Um, but I, it just seems like we leave we leave wins out there uh, that that are easily taken. You know, we could easily have, but just just stubbornness. Um, I don't get it. I don't. Um, I don't understand. It. I don't know. I fought better back when we weren't playing as good a defense, but Grant and Admiral and uh, Bone and Bowden and those guys were. You know, you're never really out of a game. No, you're that out. was a, that was by far a more fun team to watch. I'll I'll definitely give you that. This this might be the the most boring 22 win team I've ever seen, but I I respect it. It's you know they're wearing orange and I like the win, so I forced myself to like it. Force yourself to like it. <laughs> um, you got force, force myself to admit it to say your call made any kind of sense tonight um speaking of grant williams did y'all see what he did for my celtics the other night with the double choke at the line yeah Uh, unfortunately i was witness to that davy what's worse the missing the two free throws or the tell that i'm gonna hit both of them oh it's definitely the saying i like you you mouthing i'm gonna make both and then you miss both (laughs) like if you miss them both you miss them both but you put yourself in a position to where it's like, you got to make at least one. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'll tell you what. And you know, what's funny. Um, that guy, that guy was a scoring machine in college. And, um, he just, um, I, I mean, I know the NBA is a completely different game. You got to park your ass on the three point line and, 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 you know, wait, wait for the open shot. That's just the way they're going to use him. And I don't know why, you know, I, I don't, I don't understand why he's he's so much more of an asset down low. But and I know this is voluntary reaction, but we were talking about Grant Williams. But he, I think they've misused him, man. He's a better, he's a better offensive player than they give him credit for. Um, but man, he, uh, yeah, he, he put himself in in Celtic lore with that one right there, and I hate it. I hate it for him because he's a big orange guy. But um, guys, I, I don't know, man. What what are we in our last ten now? Bad. Three and seven, three and we were four and six to close out the year. So I, four and you know, six. whatever, five and seven in the last twelve. Yeah, still four and six. Golly. You know, it's just everybody deals with injuries, and I know ours is a key one. And we had some injuries throughout the year, but outside of um, outside of ZZ, we're healthy, and um, I, there's just no reason not to have BJ having some playing time. It, you know, tonight is more like an exhibition game because it's um, it's you know SEC tournament. You either win it or you don't. Um, you know, we did we could we could improve seating, but it's a good opportunity to get your backup point guard. Are we gonna make a run? It. I mean, are we gonna make the run or not in the in the NCAA? And if you if you are, then you play that guy. You got to play that guy, especially with Key getting his pocket pick coming up the floor. Um. They're, you know, aggressive on the full court defense. You've got to have a guy out there with some handles. I don't know. I, like I said, 
Russell to steal your line. The next coach game I coach will be my first. But man, I watch a lot of basketball, and I just I just can't get an explanation for why you don't get a guy ready. Um, okay, you know maybe don't get him ready when you're healthy, but when you're down a guy and you got a guy, you got to play him, don't you? Well, the problem was was that it had the bet had already been made. He should have been playing early in the year. I mean, you can't, you know, he hadn't played all year. You can stick him in now when everything's ratcheted up, tournament time. He's not ready for that. Uh, Davey Bear, Russ on the way out. Um, we go out in week, weekend one, um, and the guy comes back next year. It's, it's, it's going to be just – it's going to be hideous. He's not really – he's not went out there and got the, you know, the – the the five stars like he did the last two years to come in and help him on the offensive side. I don't know who's going to score the ball as as Zoe would tell me before, but um, um, you know, great great defense only does so much for you as we've seen this year. You're going to have to be able to you got to be able to have guys that can shoot it. And Vescovi, you know, I, we were talking about Drew Pember earlier in the week, uh, what he's been able to do. You know, it's a different it, it's a different level, but um. Vescovi could have could have been lining it up for 20 plus a, a game for somebody. That guy's a shooter. He's a dead eye shooter and he just doesn't, you know, because of our offense, he he only gets about eight or nine shots at it a game. I just would I'd love to see Vescovi uh I'd run the ball for him every time if <laughs> just Jamie, I mean the guy's gonna be like third all time in Tennessee three point shooting. So you don't think that um Barnes has held him back at all after watching the games? No, the only people in front of him are Chris Lofton and Allen Houston, two of the best pure shooters in conference history, Jamie. I mean, he's been banged up at times this year. Like, listen, yeah. like, he's our only reason, like, we're going to be able to do anything when it's all said and done. Like, if he has a game like James does, like, we're losing. So, yeah, that's true. I feel like he averages 10 three-point attempts per, per game, roughly, give or take. And, um, I mean, I, I don't think that Lofton or Houston averaged that much more. I, I feel like he's, he's about probably in line with attempts per game. You're probably right. Uh, just upset with the – just seemed like we had – you know, Missouri's just playing playing loose and, and, and playing wide open. And um, I, I just seemed like we were going to be able to stifle it. And uh, I just – watching it go down the drain at the end of the game. I know they hit a long three – and, you know, that's so Tennessee, you know, there's nothing you could do about that. But then, you know, then you play really hard defense out on the perimeter and we go and foul a guy on a half court, you know, on a, a, across the court pass. Um, you know, I, it's just frustrating. I, you know, I'm going to go on record. I, I, I still think we have enough defense to make a run. I just, uh, I hope that, uh, hope to see it. Um, well, we'll see what happens next year. We got to, you know, we're we're one we're potentially one game away from next year. So, I'd be curious to hear what who's going to play ball for us next year. I mean, I know we're going to be hard on defense. That's what we do. But I wonder who's going to who's going to shoot it for us. Hey, it's a save your life, Lofton or Vescovi from three. Y'all hang in there. Oh, Lofton. Lofton. Ten times out of ten. Love Santiago, but I mean, come on, what are we talking about here? It's Chris Lofton. Kidding me? Clutch, clutch Lofton. I don't know. I mean, Allen Houston was money. I mean, he was the only thing we had back then, but 
I was in the building the night he had that duel with uh ah Chris Jackson. Abdul Rauf. Yeah. AKA Chris Jackson. It was a hell of a game. Well, gentlemen, it's be interesting. You got Adu, Awaka, Estrella, and Cade Phillips as your big men next year. I would imagine they will add somebody, whether it's convincing uh, Urosh or Kamwa to come back for one more run. Probably not likely. Probably add somebody in the portal. Big fella. Then on the guards, you've got Ziegler, eventually. Uh, Meshack, DeLeon, Edwards, DJ Jefferson, and Cam Carr from... Uh, I believe from South Carolina, keep that pipeline tapped. And then, uh, you know, we talked about it before you jumped on here, Davey, the, the Phillips thing is really interesting to me. Somebody sent us a message that they saw a projection of him being like the 44th selection or something, which. I mean, you know, I haven't seen that. Like that's pretty deep into the second round. That's, that's midway. I mean, it's like right at midway. I, I mean, I, I think it's probably. I don't think it's last like last year, you know, it was 90 plus percent that Kennedy Chandler was leaving by this time. And and he still went in the second round. Yeah. Well, I, feel like Kennedy- I feel like I feel it's probably 75 percent that that Phillips goes. But, man, if you could get him back, like I, I think that he would be that go to guy that we've been looking for all year long. And, you know, you lose so much leadership on, on next year's team. Uh, on uh, on this year's team going into next year, you lose so many guys. It's going to be Ziegler. It's going to be Meshack kind of carrying the load from a leadership standpoint. But those guys aren't scorers. You know, I, I feel like that would be Phillips's role. And and he could be – next year's team could be special, I think, if you could get him to come back. Yeah, I the, – the thing with him, like – so, like, last year, let's go back to Kennedy Chandler. Like, Chandler, like, hit his stride, like, into tournament play. And we're just like, all right, he's putting it together to where I think there were some conversations halfway through the year. It's like, ah, Kennedy might be coming back for a sophomore season. And I mean, but his biggest things against him were his height and size. And so it's like that could limit uh, what teams do for him. So yeah. it's, it's the exact opposite where it's like yeah. the potential is there for Phillips. We've just not seen any of the production um, outside of maybe a flash here or there. So he's not exactly done anything. But all that stuff that the that all those NBA people look at, like he's at the top of the like all those lists on, like all that analytics bullshit, which I don't believe in anymore. <laughs> but um, he's NBA like, people do. Yeah, I mean he's far and away. Uh, when you start looking at those lists, and what's wild is, especially on defense, it's like there's like three or four of our guys are in the top twenty. Hey, dude's way up there, but I don't. I don't know. It'd be nice if he came back. That's for sure. You think if he comes back next year, he's suddenly going to, you know, the only thing he hadn't done has been explosive. Around. Like I figured that kid was going to be like, you know, we were going to see like high flying stuff above the rim, dunks, and just not pulling up and shooting six to eight foot jumpers every time. 
I didn't think he was going to be a superstar this year. First of all, I didn't think the team needed him to be that. Second of all, like he wasn't a top five national player. He was like a top 20 national player. If you go back and and look at the recruiting rankings. So like, I, I kind of think that we've gotten what I expected anyway out of him. Now, yeah. Do you hope for a little bit more? Sure. But um, he's been, he's been good. He's flashed. You know, he had a couple of games where he went off. He had a couple of games where he disappeared, but he also had a bunch of games where, you know, he averaged whatever it was, eight or nine points a game. And he's a freshman. I'll bet you if he, if he comes back on next year's team and let's just fantasize for a second and say he does, you're probably starting a do and a Waka down low with him at the three Phillips at the three, and then hopefully a healthy Ziegler at the point with uh Meshack and or DeLeon out on the wing. Like that, that's pretty, you can win some games with that group. If everybody continues to develop. Yeah. Uh, the the X factor is when do we get Ziegler back? Is it going to be SEC play? Well, and and here's the thing with with Barnes moving forward. I mean, we talk about his track record in the NCAA tournament, and obviously there's an an expectation there of of what we all fear is about to happen. But when you look at the way he's built his teams, like it's just been terrible with the transfer portal. Like he's just not gotten much out of it at all. And, um, if you know, his, his best players have, have been four year guys, right. Guys who have stuck around and developed over the course of several years. And so <clears throat> if you're looking at a core next year of Adu, Awaka, Ziegler, Meshack, um, you know, Dillion did get a head start. Edwards and Jefferson played here this year. You got Phillips back. There's a bunch of dudes who've been spend an entire year or more in the program. That's the kind of team that, you know, he goes out there and wins 20 games and goes to the tournament with. Yeah. Let's get some random guy in here next. Kavaris tears leads off the bottom of the second with an absolute piss missile into right field. He is in scoring position now as the balls have runners at the corners. One out and Maui Ahuna, top of the order, up, leading 2 nothing in the second inning. What's up, Randy? Hey, uh, yeah, I got off work a little late, so I taped the game. So, uh, yeah, I just wrapped up. I'm still I'm still pretty tough. Oh, man. We get another one of these. You're the second guy. That happened with Anthony earlier <laughs> and now you. Okay, so I, I use the analogy of, you know, Bear, Davey, and I, we, we've already had our wounds stitched up. We got a little Novocaine, a couple aspirin. We're, we're feeling better. You're still bleeding. You're still trying to put some pressure on it. How are you feeling, Rando? Uh, well, I mean, I watched the game with Mrs. Rando, and uh, she, was, she was screaming and cussing more than I was, so if that tells you something. Uh, she, she doesn't understand exactly what the hell the deal was with the officiating where we're getting called for ticky-tack, hand-slap bullshit, and they're inside our fucking jersey, and nobody calls shit on Missouri. Um, I think those were my wife's words. <laughs> Uh, um, I, uh, sounds like a hell of a gal you got there, Rando. <laughs> Appreciate that. Hey, so, you know, um, I either need an injury report or a seance for a walk because that guy was a fucking ghost in the second half. Um, did he play? Did I, we were asking, I don't know um, I, if he did. I don't remember it. 
I'm like, Kobe Brown goes Kobe Bryant on us, is eating us alive. Nobody can guard him. And the only big man we've got that could bang with him other than Euros, who was going to get technicaled out of the game if he had to keep banging with him, doesn't even, didn't even out there. Just totally befuddling. Uh, I said it a couple of weeks ago. Boom! <laughs> I'm assuming something good happened in the baseball game. Big Maui Ahuna has left the building, ladies nice. and gentlemen, a 400-foot three-run run, three run homer. That ball's on its way right. back to uh, Hawaii. Uh, Who are we playing? Moorhead State. My favorite state. <laughs> yeah, that got a chuckle. I heard that. But uh, when Moorhead State and Oral Roberts get together, uh, Rando and Bear are like a couple of schoolboys. <laughs> that's that's a Beavis and Butthead moment right there, guys. I didn't chuckle. Oh, it was Davey. It actually wasn't. Then who was it? Was, it? Russ. was that Russ? Yeah, it was Beavis. I, I don't know. It might have been. <laughs> that's cool. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, you know, I said it a couple of weeks ago about this basketball team. And I, I, I mean it full full force now. This is the most disappointing team that I can remember in Tennessee history. Just they've got oh, supposedly get the hey, out of here, man. No, hey, look, look, look. Five and this, all I got to say is five and twenty-two, buddy. Hey, you no, guys are pissing knew, in your pampers, and I was suffering through that that shit show back in the early nineties. Okay. Listen, listen way, to the nuance here. Listen, listen to him. Listen hey, to the nuance Bear, here. I was there too, buddy. But five and twenty-two didn't have a snowball's chance in hell of winning a Final Four, and this fucking team had the talent. And they're gonna check out next weekend. And that Ed Gray's not walking through that bar, that door, Rando. Cortez Barnes ain't walking through that door. Yeah. No Aliko Dunks out there. Yeah. This team had the talent if they could have gelled and stayed healthy. And I just no. Nah. I, I hope Barnes figures out that we actually have to play more than defense at some point in time. I'm not out on the guy. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm not trying to, you know, get him out the door but we kind of know what we got and i will be I, I will come on here and i will eat my words if we make the sweet 16 kevin witted isn't walking through that door neither is shun sheffield or chris brandt can we get tony harris for god's sakes he could at least play point well he was a good player yeah he might try to drive it down into the trees and he gets like swatted for blocks every time but you know he could he could play point we need something but yeah i'm I, I'm just I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry. So it's still it's still fresh for me. Um Russ, did you not say that you would rather us lose to Missouri than Bama? Did you say that? If you had to lose, if you're not gonna win this tournament, yes, I would rather have lost today than tomorrow. Yeah. I think today's loss has probably got us as a week four with a strong Well, that I mean that's but that's that's the other part of that. I'm no bracketologist and I, I guess if after. winning tonight and losing tomorrow gets you a three seed versus losing today getting you a four seed, then it probably would have been worth it for just a yeah. better matchup potentially. I, I, I don't know if we're going to get a four or they might drop us to the five line. We did win yesterday, so I think we're probably a four. I wouldn't be shocked if we're the four, and if we make it to the Sweet 16, we're going to have to play Houston or Bama. I'd be shocked if they make yeah. Bama, though, in the Sweet 16. Well, you get that far, it's all gravy, man. Uh, yeah, I'll come and eat my words if we're playing a one seed. 
because that means we're two rounds in at least or two wins in the tournament. So, all right, well, uh, let's, uh, let's put down the basketball Jersey and let's pick up the baseball hat and glove and let's go to work guys. Thank you, Rando. All right, guys. Yeah. Balls up five. Well, nothing. Put down the basketball jersey bullshit and pick up the baseball jersey. We still got games left, buddy. None of you guys know what's going to happen. We can take an educated guess. That's fine. In honor of Roger, I promised that I would stay positive till the conclusion of the basketball season, no matter what. What do you guys think about – you don't even know what I'm going to say. I've got some college basketball news. It's, there's a lot of moving and shaking going along right now. Rick Patino potentially going to St. John's where I didn't even realize Mike Anderson was coaching there. He's not coaching there anymore. He was fired today, and apparently St. John's is thinking about hiring Slick Rick. I mean, what is he, like 80 now? He's 70, I think. Yeah, I I saw that earlier. Uh, it was firing day. Uh, your boy Pastor got fired down there at Tech. Yeah, I, I want to get to that here in just a second. I think Patino, I think that'd be kind of cool, man. Like, it, it's it's been a while, but St. John's used to be like, that That was kind of the thing. You know, they used to have, uh, it was, uh, uh, oh, man. They had Mullen Chris, for a Chris while. Mullen. I mean, they weren't good when he was there, but. Yeah. The big thing, though, another team that's looking for a head coach, Texas Tech, not too far removed from a national championship game appearance. If they want to make one last splash, it's not exactly uh, – they've not exactly been uh, picking the best candidates as of late. Maybe have a little bit of baggage. Now, I know Chris Beard didn't have any issues there, but we, we kind of know, like, the type of ship he was running. Mark Adams, things – went south uh, people can argue whether he should have had to resign or not but i mean why not just go for the trifecta go get rick patino god you see that list of the coaches that guy's hired down there With Texas Tech? Tech? yeah who is before beard it's just like football and basketball starting with uh, leech. bobby knight was there not yeah. long ago god. leech bobby knight chris beard this guy I still don't understand what it is he said. He was quoting the Bible. Is he talking about slavery? He used uh, some Bible verse that did talk about slavery and equated it to one of his players not serving his master. It's a good way to get fired. I'm sure I'm not giving the full details on that. I'm not, I don't have the exact uh, verse in front of me that was said, but however you want to put it, it, did, it didn't end well. So, well, it sounded like that was the final story. It sounded like he was kind of a hard ass, and the players were like, you know, might have used that as an excuse to mutiny against him and get him out of there. What do you think about uh, with Pastner being gone? What happens now to your boy Blue Kane, Bear? I'm, I'm not sure. I, mean, I was thinking about that. Um, I'm not sure from what I understand. Bring him home. No, Tennessee ain't gonna be on that list. He don't lie. He don't lie. He don't lie. Blue Kane. <laughs> <I think laughs> team, 
team to, team to look for the one team that could get him, I think could get him to flip would be obviously Duke because he's a legacy. And then I don't uh, know. They'd have a lot of people leave this year because the class they got coming in, they've got Davey is looking down his nose at the former Catholic guard right now. No way, no way he's taking Georgia Tech's leftovers. They currently have five five stars committed. Like, yeah, he's balling out at IMG. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, and you're asking me what I think, and I'm thinking uh, the one thing that I have heard, um, is that it was more than just going to play for Pastner that he really likes Georgia tech and he's one of these kids. I, I guess he's smart. You know, he takes his study seriously. Uh, and really wanted to go to tech just to attend school, you know, to get a, a Georgia tech degree, which apparently what, from what I'm told is, is you got one of those, you can, you can make a lot of money, but I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm sure he won't have any, you know, I'm sure Bruce will be on him. He's been calling him since he was like in sixth grade. Would our boy Justin Ganey have any opportunity of getting involved there at Georgia Tech? Mm. No. Nah. Good recruiter. Yeah, I just don't know. Familiar if he's... with the ACC. He's got to go somewhere smaller first. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Who they get? Stephen Pearl. Oh God! Did Des Oliver get blowed, blowed out? What? I thought I saw that. I know After, people aren't happy with him. That would be a shame. Well, I know a lot of people still want Shay to be the coach up there. Where do you they hire him back? No, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that the fans would want that, but. What do you get sideways with the administration up there? I believe well, that's the, the whole. They had a kneeling for the anthem controversy with booster intrigue and uh, all kinds of stuff going on. That's right, because he sided with his players, which I don't blame him. I side with my players too. Plus, yep. you hate America. No, you're the one who hates America and Jesus, Russ. Not me. Whoa. Been Derek duly noted on our daily show and on these airwaves, Twitter spaces worldwide. You're not a good American, Russ. Give one. Ex- I stand for the, I stand for the, uh, for the flag. I stand for the anthem. Hmm. You're over there on uh, taking it. You, you won't deny it. And you won't give any examples of my, anti-whatever behavior as Zane Denton has left the yard for Tennessee. Solo oh, shot bastard. You're in, front in the of bottom me of the third. It's what you get. It's what you get for uh mic off. For making for making stuff up against me. Stuff up. Sean Reed tweets us, yes, Des was fired. He sucked out loud. Good riddance. Uh he'll be back next to old man Barnes. That's about the same spot Maui hit his. That's a damn moonshot right there. Roberto <laughs> wants to jump in. <laughs> well, take, what are the odds Roberto gets through here? He says he says he has deleted the app and reinstalled it on his phone, which he assures me 
has worked on other spaces that he's been a part of. I say this is his time. I say he gets in. What do you guys say? Yeah, why not? It's been five in a row. He missed four times last night and once today at halftime. Spin the wheel and let's see what happens. That that's don't use that terminology, Bear. That's well, we've got the we're in like Flynn, boys. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Shocking news this afternoon. Shocking conclusion. Oh my god. Only six tries. I I think say back to back as Jared has left the yard with a four hundred foot move. Shut up, Russ. Boom. Smash. Smash. Dude, got a fire going up here in Connecticut, watching the baseballs kick somebody's ass. That feels good. Our basketball team, thank God, we're only one more loss from not having to watch it anymore. Uh, maybe we won't lose anymore. Maybe maybe we're just going to win it all. Um, but I, I, honest to God, guys, I wasn't even mad at their performance today. Is there a team that shoots better from three against anybody in the country than Missouri against Tennessee. I have never seen, I mean, they, they literally would cross half court one dribble and throw it up and it was going in. Now, was it undefended? Yeah, sometimes, but the odds of that are so flipping low. Like what the hell? The thing is they were, I think they were shooting 26% from three point range at the first half. And then it, it was just bombs away. In the second half, everything they threw up was going in. I don't, I don't know. I maybe, maybe it's just me. I, I'm just not as mad at this team as a lot of people are. I think, I think the ZZ injury bought this team a lot of like, oh well, you know, whatever. Kind of dead in the blow. Yeah. I get. I don't know what that. Maybe that's what I mean. You're like, yeah. Well, it's like you missed your point guard. You have to take it into account, right? right? Yeah. Roberto, I mean, I've never seen anything like this in college basketball. Every now and then you have a big injury. Maybe two guys get hurt, and it's like, oh, man. I've never seen, you know, Vescovy, Triple J, Ziegler, mm-hmm. Kamwa missed a game, I, I feel like. Uh, Key missed multiple Phillips games. Phillips missed eight Phillips games. Multiple. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. You have to consider that. Yeah, you, no, you really do. And, you know, maybe they have two or three less losses. Maybe they don't get beat on a buzzer. They were losing today. And when when Missouri was walking across midcourt and just chucking it up and it going in, it was over. I mean, you know, I just went back to hanging out at the pool with my kids. Like, whatever. Okay. Um, but for me, I don't really I, – I don't – there's no blame to go around today. I mean, I haven't heard it on here. I mean, I've listened all night. I, I haven't heard the angst that I thought I would, which is good because there's nothing to really be pissed about. We just got beat today. You know, I, I feel like Missouri just plays really well against Tennessee. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. (laughs) I feel like certain coaches, certain programs do well. It's, it's kind of like, you know, barn or uh, Pearl does well against Barnes and I see a lot of Pearl in Dennis Gates yeah. in his program. Very very little defense bombs away. You know, and maybe that's the key to beating Tennessee. I don't know. Cuz you would think that would be Alabama, but they didn't beat us. Yeah, you've got to just I you know, I guess I just can't even be mad, but I I am also ready for this season to be over. It's been a, a... Well, and guess what? 
those cousin kisters down there in Alabama will go, however their season ends, they will end 0-1 against the Big Orange. Can you say three in a row? Dylan Dryling has left Whoa. the yard, ladies and gentlemen. It's nine up, you asshole. It's nine nothing. <laughs> nine. Back to back to back. Smash. Uh, I, I, you know, but isn't it fun that we've got Tony V and the boys to fall back on finally? I like, like, because we know this basketball season for ostensibly is just it's over. I mean, it just kind of is. You lose your point guard, can't really get the ball up the court. You got tons of turnovers. Season's kind of ostensibly over, but it is so fun to have a team like our baseball team to go out and be the bad guys. Everyone still hates us, which is great. We're beating the hell out of everybody for the most part, which is great. We we had a we had a hiccup midweek, but I'm not really. I mean, a lot of people are really mad about that. I mean, Boston College doesn't suck. Like that's a good baseball team. Um, Tennessee hasn't lost to a single team this year, in my opinion, that won't be in the college baseball tournament, like in the NCAA tournament. Everybody they've lost to is going to play in the NCAA tournament. We're still so, figuring things out. We still have the most dominant pitching staff in the sport. No, not even close. Uh, it'll be all right. Well, thanks for the time, guys. I'm glad I finally got back. I'm just going to have to re-upload the app every time you guys do a spaces. Just <laughs> give me a heads up. No, yeah, thanks right. for thanks for bearing do. with me, guys. Uh, I really have enjoyed the show, and I'm, I really uh, I've enjoyed this forum for you guys. You guys, you do really do a hell of a job with it, guys. I hope you have a good one, and uh, I'll ski one for you guys this weekend. Take All care. Right. Safe travels, my man, uh, Roberto, with a low key flex down there. He's up in Gina Oriema's neck of the woods. You stop by and put out a hit on him. That Not guy, easy. that freaky guy. What do we have? Four home. We're up to four home runs in three innings now. Bear. Boom. Boom. Let's go. Oh, 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 oh my God! Got up, Russ. <laughs> that was that was a five hundred foot. What was that? That was stupid. Kavara's tears just absolutely murdered the ball. God, you're an asshole. I don't think I've seen a home run hit like that in in Lindsey Nelson Stadium since uh, Drew Gilbert's walk-off. Because it's one of those SG top tens where they just play them back to back to back. I wonder if these if Moorhead State wants to wanted to do the the run rule deal because we're sitting at ten now. This pitcher there is he's seventy eight pitches in the bottom of the third. You can't think to go to somebody else. That was incredible. Kavara's tears. You got to put that bat in the lineup, Tony. I I mean, (laughs) dude, you got to put that bat in the lineup somewhere. He smoked that. Nice bat flip. Uh, Damn. Where the hell did that thing land? You couldn't see it. Like, it didn't show it coming down. I mean, it had to have been. I can't wait to see the uh, what the exit Egg. velo and all that stuff was for that. My Lord. Who's up now? We gone through the order here? Oh. T-Carp is next. What's up, T-Carp? Hey, guys. Y'all doing halfway decent this evening? Are we... We we feel oh I feel good at the moment, dude. I think I think yeah we've let let uh today's uh, disappointment go ahead and uh leave leave us 
where it happened, you know? I, I, I think that's uh, that's what I'm getting from everybody. And it really does help when uh, Tony and the boys are absolutely, uh, as you guys like to do it, a baby seal clubbing uh, of a baseball, of another baseball team. This this sounds great. Get it right. Baby club baby sealing. Club sealing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm working on Shoot it. Shoot it. Um, I, if uh, if I hadn't promised Roger that I wouldn't be negative, I would have said bet the house that Tennessee gets bounced in the first round. But I'm not going to say that because I promised Roger I would, like you did, Bear. But I'm just, I, it's just a little frustrating that you know you, you really want you need some offense and it just feels like this team can't ever find it. And uh, I really do hope Rick can figure something out. But I, I agree with some random guy. You don't fire Hall of Fame coaches. Don't do that. Don't be dumb. We learned our learned our lesson there, so I'm never going to call for his firing. But and we and the frustrating thing is we kind of said this too. We were like, we know what Rick Barnes is. We know what this team usually is. We're going to make it to the tournament, and we're you know we'll get bounced in the first or second round, and we need to be happy about it. But every year it gets comes up and we get frustrated and it just is what it is. And I, I, I don't, you know, how do we deal with that emotionally that, that, you know, we talk ourselves into it and then we always kind of get frustrated at the end. How, how do I deal with that emotionally with us? Uh, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough T carp. Um, I, I think you just, it's, you set the bar low expectations wise. And that way, anything that anything that goes over it is you're pleasantly surprised, right? I mean, that's that's all you can do. Prepare, hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. I, I was true. I was told by another sports writer that I wasn't a good fan because I didn't wasn't excited about this team uh, back in the middle of the season. But we'll, we won't talk about that. But uh, I man, I just I hate it for you know I hate it for. Sakai to that kid rolling around. It's it's a it's a lot of fun, and this team can be fun, but it's just ah, oh, it's just frustrating. Um, are we? I bear. Why is Blue Kane? Does he just not like Tennessee at all? Just not his thing. Uh, I don't. He doesn't have an offer. I don't. I don't think it's a like thing. I, Russ, maybe right. I'm not sure if, if he's got an offer, but I mean, his dad. He, yeah, I mean, like his day, he's a he comes from a Duke family. Oh, okay. First off, I mean, his dad played at Duke, played golf at Duke. I think he's pretty sure his mom went there too. Um, but you know, it, it's just I don't know. Okay, that's right. we'll we'll never know behind the scenes things, but that makes sense. Oh, uh, what's up with old Rick being anti Second Amendment, anti gun Rick? Y'all hear about that with what Trey Wallace had tweeted out? Well, it's a, didn't take yeah. anything to do with it, being anti-Second oh, Amendment. It's a campus rule. I know, I understand so, it's a campus yeah. rule, but they said, was it, does it mean that they can't like, they can't go like hunting, like can't, can't have like a hunting shotgun or something like that? No, it just means you can't have her. <laughs> I, I know. You I'm, know he's getting out of it. Be a dumbass, man. I'm not reckon. You know I am. But that's that. That's what it sounded like, and you know, you know how I feel. But no, no, it's, no it's like that's it's not what it sounds like. Right? That's what it sounds like. If that's the way you're hearing, that is it. the way I, mean, I'm I think it. it sounds completely reasonable to ninety percent of people. 
So it's so nine percent of people. So so as long as as long as they're on campus, they can't have it. That's a campus rule. Got it. But what about if they're off campus? If you're a member, uh, of the Rick mind, you can't have it. That's kind of my yeah. thing. Okay. What happens if you're twenty? What happens? If you're twenty-one years old. You want to be able to protect you yourself. You can go play basketball somewhere else. I, so, yeah. I, just, Simple. Just, I disagree with that. And and, and get, look, uh-huh. looks like people like Blue Cane are. Love you guys. I really do. You guys are the best. Um, as I said, I absolutely love all, both of y'all or all three of y'all. Excuse me, but uh, y'all be good. <laughs> Thank you, T Carp. Love you too, brother. Even though you're a gun nut. It's just insane. Like. I don't have a problem with, with him being a gun. That that's that's not an issue. But it's like, come on, man. Like we've we've learned our lessons from a lot of college kids and how they've they've operated in the past. And it's um you're better off for one of your barns to probably have that rule in place. It's it just makes sense. Moorhead's starting pitcher. I believe oh. they changed pitchers. He threw eighty-five pitches tonight. In two and one third innings. Yeah. I do want somebody to ask Penny Hardaway that question, though. What's that? Your gun policy? Yeah. Oh, hell, I don't know. Hey, I got I got the numbers on Tears hit, though, or his homer. Uh, his exit velo was only 108, Russ, but he launched that thing apparently, according to my sources, at 28 degrees. Uh, that thing was launched. Last spotted somewhere near the International Space Station. Did they have uh, how long it went? Uh, my story, they didn't have that yet. I don't your know sources, how- you got somebody down with a tape measure or something? That's just my buddy Matt. He's like, he's never wrong on that shit. He's all in baseball. Ryan Shumpert, Rocky Top Insider, uh, quote from Rick Barnes tonight on Zakai Ziegler. He says, the last four or five minutes of the game, we played through him most of the time. We did a lot of ball screen situations late in the game with him, different things. That's where we probably miss him the most. See, here's the thing, man. Like, that, I'm, I'm sure that's true, but I feel like it was the defense that failed Tennessee in the last four or five minutes of the ball game. I mean, offense, they scored 71 points. Yeah, the whole second half, I felt like the defense kind of, Kind of, kind of deserted him. That, and I mean, I, like, sure, that may be true, but the guy blew his knee out like two weeks ago, bro. It's the only time I'll say this. You paid six million dollars, man. You got to come up. You got to come up with a better plan than than what we've been seeing. And I'm trying not to be an ass about the whole B.J. Edwards thing, but damn, maybe when you're blowing people out forty by forty half the damn before Christmas, every damn game. Maybe you should have got your four-star freshman backup point guard some minutes, especially considering your starting point guard's knee was already sore back then. <sighs> Been on here almost two hours. Now I'm getting around to ripping barns. Great. Great. Joke! Well, um, we're talking about doing something after uh, on Selection Sunday. 
I might have plans. I, I think we did this last year where instead of coming on right at eight or whatever, you know, Tennessee's seating was announced, didn't we do something at like nine? I think we had two shows last year because we did the post-game show of them winning the SEC championship. Oh, that's and then right. we did another one when we found out our ranking or seating. Or, or did we or, just stay on? Did, did we just stay on and do it live? Did we do it live? I don't know. I have to go back and check the uh, archive. I don't think so. Well, so that championship game usually happened. Was that at 1 p.m., I think? Yeah. Yeah, we did so, like a couple, we did like two or three hours, and then we took a break, and then we came <laughs> back on, and then we had our meltdown over getting screwed, and that's when we sent our minions after poor Joe Lenardi. Yeah, to hell with him. He deserved it. What kind of bats are we using this year? See these crazy-looking things? Sorry. Everybody has their own bat. Now, got some kind of like bright orange with wild designs on them. I'm sure Tim Corbin will have a problem with them. The SEC Mean Girls Club. Not going to like this score when they see it flash across the TV screens. What do you think old um, Zane Denton does here? He led this inning off with a home run with uh, two on and two out. Pretty cool if you crush another one. Is this the same, it's the same pitcher. Struck out. I think they changed pitchers. I think they just didn't update the pinch count on the graphic there. Okay. Zane struck out. Fofo. It happens. Sometimes yeah. in life you strike out, Bear. It can't all be moonshots. No. No, like and nothing in the and as we go to the fourth inning is pretty good. Gentlemen, uh, we'll put together something for this weekend for Sunday night to preview the tournament, our matchup, the seating, all that kind of thing. All that we'll be looking for our king of the brackets contest. Brought to you by our friends at Crown Cleaners. That'll go live Sunday night as well. Any parting thoughts before we shut this thing down? Things haven't been trending in the right direction. I, I hope that trend uh, changes, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I am kind of glad, though, we get tomorrow off. I think we need the rest, both the team and us. VFFL198 says, you guys don't think B.J. Edwards, a.k.a. Harrison Bailey, is practicing? Okay, that's pretty good. Coaches only see him during a game. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't even understand what the hell you just said. He's he's saying that we're ripping Barnes unfairly because they see him practice, and if he was good, they would play him in the game. My problem with that is we've seen him enough in games now, and he's he's held his own. Has he been a difference maker? No. But he was a four-star, top 100 recruit. If he had been playing all along, you've been developing him and pushing him and getting him those minutes, I think that he would be able to spell Vescovi at this point and maybe more than hold his own. Maybe he would be giving us something that's more than just taking minutes. Yeah. agree with that. Valde Long on Twitter says, uh, we did stay on last year the whole time. He said he listened to us from Memphis 
to Atlanta after the game. I find that surprising, but okay. That's a, well, we did win the SEC tournament, so I like it's. I feel like we probably were on for a long time. Uh, if we started like right after three, I could see that being a three-hour thing. And then doesn't the selection show start at six or was it, is it seven? I'm not sure. I'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, we, we can go back and look. At it. I'm sure it's still online somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I've got it. On SoundCloud? Uh, yeah, in our playlist. It goes back. I was looking at it the other day. Uh, I, I got to refine that one. Uh, refined, refined. <laughs> I'm tired, man. I'm gonna feel you. Thirty. This doesn't feel like Friday, does it? It feels weird. That's uh, because we didn't do two shows. It feels like Sunday to me because we just we didn't do yesterday. We didn't do a show today, and uh, now nah, I was randomly just clicked on one, and I don't know who this guy. I'm pretty sure I know who it was i'll have to go back and find it it was during that covid football season uh and it's rare that all three of us turn on somebody but the three of us just took turns ripping this guy just who him a call? after uh yeah he was kind of loosely affiliated with with us somehow but yeah I mean, we tore his ass up i was crying doesn't sound like something I would be a part of. I think David Davey, Davey said, are you, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> that doesn't sound like the Davey Hudson yeah. I know. And he did that Davey thing where he goes, no, man, I'm being serious. <laughs> uh, send, me the, uh, send me the tape. We'll check the tape. Go look at the film. So, it was a Vandy boy masquerading as a Tennessee fan. That guy. Vandy boys. Golly. Teddy Valentine's special going on on ESPN2 right now. Uh, I'm never saying anything bad about Teddy Valentine after seeing that shit crew we had today. He actually, Duke flopped and he gave us three free throws. Bear any closing thoughts as we shut this thing down for the evening? Uh, I mean, it's it, this year has been kind of tough at times, and I just keep going back to what I, I don't know what it's up to now, but what was that thing Trey dug up? We've only had our entire roster for nine games this year out of however, what, 30? So one-third of the year, two-thirds of the year, we haven't – Barnes hadn't had his full roster. So some of the stuff at the end of the year, again, I think it's on Barnes for his, you know, whatever went on with our, the point guard situation. Brother but, Billy, Bill, Billy. Yeah, whatever happened there. Uh, but hell, man, it's tournament time. Everybody starts off as of <coughs> Sunday at 7 p.m. Everybody will be 0-0. So, man, none of you all, you don't, you know, to quote Roger, you don't know that. You don't know that we're going to – Barnes and these guys are going to crash and burn in the first or second round. So, I'm going to enjoy it until the ride's over, man. All right, then. All right, then. We, what do we always say? You, you got to keep knocking on that door. Eventually, it opened. Now, granted, we're knocking rather meekly. <laughs> 
this year. It, it's kind of like who was the uh, was it Benny Slots who who knocked on the door at the uh, fan oh. run White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios? We didn't realize he had been knocking. Yeah, I mean, like scratching at it or you, something. You have to you have to stand there with your feet firmly planted and knock solidly, like you mean it, like you're a man, like you want to get into the to the damn room. I call it the cop knock. You knock. Yeah. We're ringing the doorbell. I I don't, you can't ring the bell. You knock. A man knocks. You are the man who knocks. But I think we're ringing the doorbell this year. But yeah, I mean, sometimes they open it. Some people would say that the uh, doorbell is more efficient as Moorhead is on the board with a two run homer. Dolander felt sorry for him. Oh, you bastard. I'm sorry. Really not. Anyway, wrapping up, gentlemen, we'll knock on that door one more time this year. And you know what? If it doesn't open, guess what? Knocking on heaven's door. If if it doesn't open this year, we'll knock on it again next year. And the year after that, and the year after that, and we'll keep knocking on it. And someday, just like last year. We won the stupid SEC tournament. Someday, the stars will align, and it will open. You know why? Why, Because the cause endures, the hope lives on, and the dream will never die. Dare to dream, ladies and gentlemen.